You're listening to The B-Side, a podcast of Blessed Hope Community Church. Hey, this is your host, Malia, and I am joined today by the full staff. So nice to have everybody here today. Um, uh, And we are actually going to be talking about probably my favorite topic, which is really weird. Um, and probably something that not a lot of people are get super pumped about um, because of maybe the word discipline is in it. I don't know. Uh, but we're going to talk about spiritual disciplines today. So, yay! <laughs> <laughs> See, you can already tell nobody's nobody's talked about it. I don't get it. Uh, I think because my personality is like type A, very like task-driven, like, I get all geeked out over these. I, I was going to say, I, I think that's a true statement, right? If you are sure. a, a type A person, mm-hmm. then the idea of spiritual disciplines is high on your list, because guess yes. what you get to do? Yes. Check that off, yes. right? Cross it off, and yes. you're good to go. And for those of us that aren't wired that way, <laughs> it's a little harder to get mm-hmm. into, and there's a reason it's called discipline, right? Because it's yep. hard to get into sometimes. Uh, valuable, necessary, but somebody like you will always have the leg up right. in a conversation It just comes more like naturally as yeah. because I, yeah, I was, I just had seen something the other day on Instagram about um, Enneagram ones, which if you're familiar with Enneagrams, like I'm a one, and it was saying that morning routine is very important to a one, typically, so, which is so true because I have mine, like I get up early, I'm up by five o'clock, and I've got a routine, I get things I do, and it just... I don't like to stray from that. To be fair, David just threw up in his mouth I know. a little bit. There's something like, no. about coming home from a run while everyone else is still in See, bed. Right there, and you've already right yeah, accomplished so much. And all of a sudden, this podcast just got unrelatable. Yeah. <laughs> five, five in the morning is about when I chuck the cat out of the bed. And it's like, leave me alone. Go over back to sleep. Oh, on that note, so what are spiritual disciplines, guys? David, you want to take this one? You look like you really want to answer this. I, okay, sure. <laughs> um, well, I think, uh, okay, the basic way I understand a spiritual discipline is it, it, it's, a, it's an aspect or it's, it's, it's an aspect, aspect of life that, that I have, that God, actually it's God-given. God says, hey, these are ways that, that you can utilize these different disciplines, these different actions, these different tasks that are going to aid in your spiritual maturity. Yep. Like, if you want to grow, mm-hmm. then, then these are the things mm-hmm. you do. And, and what I, when I think about disciplines, I think a lot of people treat growing spiritually like the way we do growing physically. Mm-hmm. Like, here's the deal. I didn't have to do anything to grow taller. Right. Like, it just naturally happens. Right. I did do things to grow wider, but not taller. Um, Listen, the reason I'm shaking my head is because in my head I made the same joke. I was like, man. So, so, so we kind of sometimes treat growing spiritually the same way. Like sure. it's naturally going to happen. Right. And don't get me wrong, you can, you can pick up things you know, without trying and grow a little bit spiritually. But mm-hmm. disciplines are like, hey, I'm going to actively... Do what is necessary right. to grow as much as I possibly can. 
Um, I, I'm going to implement these in my life so that I am growing spiritually. I'm maturing. I'm, I'm s- literally soaking up as much as I can of what God has given me in life to grow closer to him and become more like Jesus and to serve him and do all these things. So to me, that's what a discipline is. It's me mm-hmm. purposefully, intentionally saying, I'm going to grow. I'm going to grow spiritually. Sure. I'm going to grow closer to Jesus. I'm going to grow more into the image of Jesus. And these are the things and the tools that he's given to us to do that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about um, some of the different disciplines there are. I know there are some that probably everyone's going to be familiar with and maybe some that some people were like, oh, I didn't even realize that was included. So, Matt, do you want to start us off with that? Yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, there, there are some of the common ones, right? You know, and um, read your Bible like every single day, mm-hmm. right? If you're mm-hmm. not reading your Bible, then you can't, and, and this is, I mean, it's just common sense, right? If you're not right. reading your Bible every day, then you can't say that you're spending time with God every day because that's the main way mm-hmm. that God wants to bring communication to us. There are other avenues, but it is his living word that he wants us to be immersed in. So reading the Bible is, is a, you know, spiritual discipline 101, right? Yep. Um, and real prayer is spiritual discipline 101. Like when you, when you spend time reading the Bible— and you spend time praying, you are engaging in spiritual disciplines. And so if somebody is out there and they're saying, look, I don't know how to do that, or I don't know what do you mean by spiritual disciplines, and I don't know how to be disciplined in my life in this way, really all we're saying from the very beginning is this. We're saying um, you need to spend time reading your Bible, and you need to spend time praying. Perfect. Um, what about some, some other ones, Matt? Okay. What's you, next on, yeah, what's yeah, next oh, on our yeah, list? I'll keep going. Yep, I, didn't, yep. I thought yeah, maybe no, Shauna was like dying to get in there. Well, you no, go for it, sister. I have one, but you, you go first. <laughs> I keep going. Okay, well, so, so I think, I, I mean, that's, that's fair. I we didn't, are so prepared. I, I, I Listen, we don't all have notes written down. Yeah, that <laughs> yep, that's, that's me. Yep. The type one. Okay, well, so, so if, if Bible reading and prayer. We like to be prepared, yes. If Bible reading and and prayer are kind of like blessed hope, blessed hope, uh, spiritual discipline 101 things, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's how you get started in this process. You become a Christian. What do I do to grow? Read your Bible and pray. Mm -hmm. That's spiritual disciplines. But we want to get deeper than that, right? Because there are literally um, probably dozens of different kinds of spiritual disciplines that we could engage in. Mm -hmm. And as we grow to be more like God, as we, as we grow in Christ-likeness, we should be growing and engaging in more and more disciplines. So things like um, the discipline of giving mm-hmm. and generosity. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's one of those things that the Bible is very clear that when you give generously, yep. right, then the, there's a spiritual component to that. You're, you're growing in the grace of giving, and, and that is a spiritual discipline. And so somebody that does not give regularly and and do it joyfully is missing out on a discipline. Mm-hmm. People, though, that just write a check every week, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't think about it, then they're missing out on a blessing too because really what they're doing when they do that is they're engaging in worship and they're mm-hmm. engaging in discipline. And and so it's something that we need to kind of start to think about a little differently. Yeah. Um, serving is a spiritual discipline because that, it, go back to David's definition, it's something that helps us grow closer to God Mm-hmm. right? That we are disciplined in doing. Well, when we serve regularly, 
that helps us grow closer to God. And we do it mm-hmm. not because we always feel like serving regularly. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we do it because it's a discipline that helps yeah. us grow. And I, I think that's fair to say about any of these that we list, that some of them might be easier for some of us and some of them might be harder. And so there are definitely going to be times when you don't feel like doing one or, or all of these. Yeah. Well, I think, think about what we're going to be asking people to sign up for. And so, I mean, they know this. Fall mm-hmm. semester of small groups is coming. Mm-hmm. And, and yep. as a fall semester of small groups, we are going to ask every adult that calls Blessed Hope home to get plugged into a small group. Mm-hmm. I hope they all will. I think some will hold out. Some usually do. Yep. Um, but, but it's always my prayer that everybody plugs in. Why? Because it's a discipline. Yep. The uh, discipline of fellowship. It covers a lot of disciplines. Of yeah. It's the discipline of fellowship. Mm-hmm. It's the discipline of prayer. It's the discipline of serving because it's not just about you. It's the discipline of being other-centered. It's the discipline of Bible study. It's it's it, it encompasses a lot yeah. of these things and so even something like small group regular participation is engaging in spiritual discipline being quiet uh, mm-hmm. this is something i struggle with um you know i just uh, i don't, <laughs> I don't know, why, know why that's funny to i don't know why that's funny it to made you me either. laugh and I, um, I feel like i'm not alone there wow <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow wow it is um, hard though when you it, are when you are wired socially yeah. and to be with people like just Stopping and being quiet and being away, I think that that solitude, that's, I struggle with that too. Yeah, solitude and quiet, like, are two spiritual disciplines. And we're like, well, how is being quiet a spiritual discipline? How is, how is being alone a spiritual discipline? Well, because it forces you to be quiet and mm-hmm. to be still. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that gives God, David talked about this Sunday morning in corporate worship, that gives God an opportunity to speak to our hearts yeah. and impress upon us and, and move us and, and just being comfortable in our own skin. And, you know, I, I think there's, there's things there that become necessary as, as spiritual tools. Celebration is another one. Mm. The, I mean, the spiritual discipline of celebrating, mm. uh, right? What, one of our core values that, that we are victorious. And so what are we going to do? We're going to pursue God with ridiculous joy. So the discipline of celebration. I mean, there are so many things Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. we don't think of. Fasting. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, just, just going without, not because I'm punishing myself, but going without because God is everything I need Mm -hmm. and and focusing on how God meets my needs and, and putting that before. I mean, honestly, there, there are so many ways that we grow in discipline and the catch isn't, do I dabble in all of them? Right. But it's, am I actively engaging in some? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Shauna, thoughts to add on that? Um, So I think when I was reading through this list, one that kind of stuck out to me that wasn't on here was um, just waiting. Like Mm. when Mm -hmm. we want something, we're in a society that wants it right now and we want our answers right now. In two days. Yeah. yeah, and so to have to like really give it to God. Amazon and, Prime. And oh, Amazon. Matt's looking at me like, like I'm crazy. I was like, why are you waiting yeah. two I mean, days? Just, Let's okay, get that Okay, so now. when you get something shipped to you and it's going to take longer than two days, aren't you kind of a little bit sad inside? I am a little bit yeah, sad inside, but do you realize yeah. if we lived yeah. closer to a distribution we could center, get it day you'd up. get it that day. I know, I'm a little sad about See, that this too. this is why this needs to be a discipline. Right? This confirms that. I know just there's been times in my life where we would like things um, answered right now. We would like to know. And so we push forward and do what we want. And um, I mean, God redeems it and makes it okay for us. But I think that his plan would have been so much better for us. And if we just wait until we really hear from him, Mm -hmm. that, um, that, yeah, that's just something that I've grown in, I think. um, And that it's, yeah, just 
just taking a few moments and pausing and letting God mm -hmm. work and mm -hmm. letting his time, not our own. Um, David, I feel like you're really good at um, confession. Like, I feel like you are always, like, super open about stuff and are always um, just kind of hyper aware of that. Uh, yeah, confession. I was actually, it's funny you ask, because I actually was looking at that word for a second, because I think confession is one of the disciplines in the church that we are the worst at mm -hmm. in many mm -hmm. ways. And, and because confession isn't just me coming and confessing, oh, I sinned. Uh, confession is just being, in, in the way I see it, it, it's just, let's just be honest. Let's be, let's be yeah. bluntly honest. Yeah. And not bluntly honest and like, I don't like you or <laughs> I don't like what you did or you upset me. I mean you honest talk in the sense much. of... <laughs> Yeah, you talk too I much. I mean, you did look you know, I do, too. You, 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 you know, like, you I'm spilled too much coffee boat. on the carpet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but <laughs> hey, you got a lid on it, you know. But I mean confession of more, more of us coming with the reality of, of saying, you know, hey, uh, let's just be blunt about it. Like, my marriage might be struggling. Yeah. Or, mm -hmm. uh, you know... We're going to be, we've talked a lot about mental illness coming up. People just coming and being honest. Like, yeah. hey, my depression is, is like crazy right now. Like, I'm, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like, I feel like I'm breaking, you know, that, that confession of just honesty of, of not coming in and, and having that perfect facade of my life is great. Yeah. I'm, uh, things are great, wonderful and awesome. It's and some people get all like, well, I don't want to do that though, because then it's all it's always going to be downers, right? Well, <laughs> that's where the other stuff comes in, right? The confession of celebration, the confession of, or the, you know the discipline of, of celebration and giving thanks. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, let's be honest, but then we can all help each other to say, let's look beyond that mm -hmm. and let's celebrate and why we can, you know. So um, I think confession is something we don't do well at because we yeah. feel like we can't be, we almost can't peel back the sure. curtain and yeah, say, totally this is the that. pain that I'm really carrying right now. Or even just coming and saying, I'm in a bad mood. You know, you I, all give me. I love that you can do that. Like yeah. that for me is harder. No. Yeah. Because it's just, you just kind of, for me anyways, and I struggled with this for a long time, but mm -hmm. it's just coming to a place of like, it takes more energy out of me to pretend like I don't have a bad mood. <laughs> right. So yeah. it's like, if I'm already limited energy, why should I try to find something I, you know, I'm right. not going to go in the hole even more. Yeah. So it's just like, let's be honest. And then the other yeah. reason to do it, I think is important is because if my bad attitude comes out, if you don't know I'm in a, if you don't know I'm struggling at that moment, right. you're going to walk away going like, wow, what, what's really his problem? Yeah. What, sometimes yeah. it's just, I'm going to be, I want to say it because I want to realize that maybe what I say or my facial expressions, mm -hmm. don't take it personal. <laughs> it's not, it's not about you. No, I it's, appreciate it. So confession and scripture tells yeah. us to, it says confess yeah. your sins one to another. And it's not yeah. just the, Hey, I sinned. I screwed up. It's, you know, sometimes I get my focus wrong and I, I am in a bad mood. So, mm -hmm. Hey, Maybe you can be the ones to pull me out if I'm open and say, hey, I'm yeah. in a bad mood. Yeah. I'm struggling. So, uh, Matt, can you speak to the discipline of um, corporate worship? Yeah, I can. First, I want to uh, piggyback because apparently I talk too much. On, <laughs> on, uh, oh, boy, on, we're going to hear about this. No, you're not. Day. I'm over it. I'm over it. Uh, I was just confessing it to you. Um, but but uh -huh. what David's talking about, you know, that's we, we that actually came up in a, a sermon a few weeks back, but it's one of the core values that we're going to get to. And, and one of the extensions of, of the core values, one of the natural outflows is, look, no masks, right? Because mm -hmm. we will have authentic worship. We always say we want authentic worship. We want authentic relationships. We want authentic. Authenticity is the buzzword for, for churches. And, and it is for a reason because that's what we crave. But at the mm -hmm. same time that we crave it, 
um, we fight against it. And, and what David's talking about is, is just real right there. That says, look, we're going to be authentic with one another. There are no masks, right? You get me, mess and all. And here in God's church, well, that's good enough, right? Because, because we're made in his image and we're fighting through things and, and the church is a place to do that. And so I, there, there is so much value in that. Can we just articulate real fast? Because I don't want anybody to hear this and say, yeah, you're taking me mess and all. No, confession is I'm confessing it because I know that's not where I'm supposed to be. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Not, yeah. I'm just going to, take me as I am. I'm in yeah. a bad, I'm in a bad mood and you have to deal yeah. with yeah. it. Yeah. No. Conf- the, the discipline of confession is I'm confessing it because I know this isn't what God wants. Right. I know this is not where I'm supposed to be. I'm not just going to throw it on you and then you just have to deal with it. Right. It's, I'm confessing because yeah. I want, I, it's supposed to be different. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, I that's just want to articulate because yeah. I don't want nobody to say like, yeah, you better take me in my bad moods. It's like, no. Yeah. We will take right. you in your you bad will, moods, but, but like, we, will, we will encourage you and yeah. come alongside you as you, you jazz hands across the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. meetings. And um, <laughs> so yes, we're confessing because we're asking one another. Let's like, get us. I'm bringing this before you because I'm not carrying this burden by myself. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a good point. Um, I think, you know, the one that you asked about, the, dis- the spiritual discipline of corporate worship. Yeah, because that's a discipline. It is a discipline. People. And can I be really bluntly honest with you while we're on podcast? Yeah. You know, here is, is during the summer, we stink at this. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying collectively. There are people that are here every week, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they're here every week or they go on a vacation or a yeah. family trip or something and they, they might miss when they're gone. But, but during the summer, we have far too many Christians— Real mm-hmm. Christians, honest to goodness Christians, mm-hmm. who take the summer off mm-hmm. um, because, well, the kids are sleeping in, or because we were out late, or because, you know, we're we're doing another thing this weekend where we're traveling or we're moving around, and we get out of the discipline of corporate worship. And the problem with that is when you're out of the discipline of corporate worship, you are significantly missing out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the things where we say, look, if you want to grow to be more like Christ, which is you want your disciplines to work, mm-hmm. you know, there are, there are a few common things that you do. Uh, one of them is read your Bible every day. You know, one of them is, is to pray regularly. Mm-hmm. One of them is to show up mm-hmm. at church mm-hmm. on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Right, and and those are those are three of the of the four big ones that we share. The other one is to ruthlessly cut sin out of your life, um, which is a discipline as well with confession. Right, those are all spiritual disciplines. But you can't expect to grow closer mm-hmm. to God mm-hmm. if you aren't going to gather with His people. Yeah. It just doesn't work, and uh, you can't you can't expect to be awesome at a discipline when you take a summer off at it. I mean, mm-hmm. it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other, the last one I want to list here and spend a little bit of time talking about um, is Sabbath. Um, I think for me, this has kind of been my thing this summer, like the last month or so. I feel like it's been everywhere I turn, and I don't know if God's like telling me something, but um, just every random sermon I happen to listen to, or you know, Instagram story I pull up to to look at, like I just feel like it's been inundating me a lot lately, and so um, let's talk a little bit about why, um, and we can, this kind of will bleed into our next point here, which is why it's important that we practice these, and, and when I say practice, I stress that because I think they're lifelong practices mm-hmm. that we're constantly going to be working on, um, but I think, like, busy has become, like, the new status symbol, 
you know, if you're not running here and there all the time and have a calendar full of things that your family is doing, I don't know. And for me, I can't function like that. I don't like to be that busy. Um, but I just think that we need to take the time to... Why are you laughing at me? He's laughing because I, because I was going to say something and then... Oh. Uh, I think, you know, it's important know. for us to take the time to rest. And it's... I just had a, I just had a revelation. <laughs> it's, it's what you happened. You know, because God, he cre- on the seventh day, he rested. And then yeah. I think we missed this part, which I just heard this today, which was another thing, um, is he blessed that. And yeah. I never really thought of it that way. Like... Uh, like, yeah, it's so, just so good. So you say that uh, about busy as the new status symbol. So I take time, and I'm just sitting here thinking, uh, honestly, for the first time ever, I'm thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Whenever, because you know, I don't use a, a, an actual planner or anything. I, I, I use my desk calendar. Right. And whenever I flip the month from one month to another, the first thing I do is write all of my regular things on my calendar, mm-hmm. even though I know when they are. Mm-hmm. Like right. why, you know, and I was thinking about this last time. Why do I do that? Why do I do that? And then it just, you're talking about the status symbol. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want people to think I don't have anything to do. <laughs> so I fill that, I fill my calendar in with every week things. Yeah. Um, so that people know that if they look at my calendar, that yeah. he really is busy. Like, how ridiculous is we that? We can vouch for you. Like, how, how ridiculous is that that I do that, though? Right. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's silly. Well, I just, I think about, um, you know, well-meaning people that love their families, you know, but just fill their calendars with so much. And I, I feel like, David, like, you are such a good balance to our staff with this because you are the one that's like, hey, let's, Let's think about this before we go ahead and schedule another thing on the calendar. Like, why? You know, is this something that's going to be edifying? Is this something that's going to be beneficial? Is there a good reason to, to add another thing? And I think, I think we need that because <laughs> we do tend to be busy. Unneeded. Uh, but I mean, it's it's good. It, it, it is You're good enough. You're smart enough. <laughs> <laughs> Doggone it! People, People like, like me. you. Um, even on the days when you're operating with 25 percent. <laughs> yeah, even when I'm not happy. <laughs> not happy at all. Uh, yeah, Sabbath is a hard one because even just we just had staff meeting and we talked. You know, in, in prayer time, I, I prayed this because it was on my mind, and it's even now is. The, the reason for Sabbath, sometimes we put the pressures on ourselves, mm-hmm. but other times we just let everybody else and other things put the pressure on ourselves. And, and if we're not the masters in, in, in control of our calendars and our schedules and all of that, we have really nobody else to blame. Right. And, and so, yeah, there's many things that could be done that are good things, but it doesn't mean they're the right things mm-hmm. or they're necessary or, you know, just because one person thinks it's a priority and it needs to be a priority to you, you have to have that balance to say, no, like this is the, this is the priority. This is the necessity. Um, and I feel like I'm in a, a situation where I'm not saying it's, you guys are all busy too, but it relates a little bit kind of to with some of the people that are listening that, you know, I have a full-time job that mm-hmm. I do besides this. And then there's the church stuff. And then there's, yep. so I get when people have full-time jobs and then they have like the church is asking them to do stuff. And I get that. Um, and and the, it's just re- before you know it, you can feel you're, you no longer have control. Mm-hmm. And that's when you have to stop and say, and I was, I was talking to Matt about this, uh, actually a couple, maybe a few days ago. I don't remember. I think, I'm pretty sure it was Bill Heibel. Uh, I remember reading a book of his once, and he said when, when they were starting the church, Willow Creek, and he said, it, it, there came a moment where he, he was like, him and God said, no, I'm going to give my family X amount of nights. I'll give the church X amount of nights, yeah. but 
the fam my family gets X amount of nights, no mm -hmm. questions asked. Mm -hmm. Like that's just the way it's gonna be. Because mm -hmm. he said if you didn't do that, before you know it, everybody else is setting your agenda. Sure. Because you didn't prioritize rest and Sabbath and time right. of family and recouping. And the other thing I would just say real quick, and then I'll be done with the Sabbath stuff, is this. Jesus said flat out, he's like, listen, God didn't create man for Sabbath. He created Sabbath for man. Mm -hmm. So Sabbath was something God created for man. Say, like, you need this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You, that's why he said prioritize it. You mm -hmm. need this. I created it for you. Right. You know, Sabbath wasn't holy, and then I made man to make mm -hmm. Sabbath even holier. He's like, mm -hmm. I created mm -hmm. Sabbath for yep you know, for man, because it, it he knows is, we need it. He, he knows we need it. So, um, <laughs> yeah. that's why it needs to be a priority and we don't do it well. And, yeah. and it, that's why culture, you mentioned culture, this way things are, that's, that's why to me, that's something that tells me that that proves that scripture is true. Because when you mm -hmm. see the world trying to work against the things that God has yeah. inst instilled and said, this is important. Yeah. It's like, Oh, how can anybody argue that? It's like, obviously this is, this is true because the world is trying to take it away from us by yeah. the way we see things and do so. Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit more about um, why it is important that we practice them. Like, what is the ultimate goal in spiritual disciplines? Sanctification. Mm -hmm. We just kind of mentioned that on Sunday, right? That sanctification is the process where we grow to be more and more glorified mm -hmm. in Christ. We grow to be more and more like Jesus. And yeah. so, um, well, how do you get sanctified? Well, right. I mean, we read that in Romans 12, 1 and 2, right? We, we no longer are conformed to the pattern of the world, mm -hmm. but instead we are transformed by letting Jesus change the way that we think and helping us become a new person. And, and in that process, sanctification, and that's where yeah. spiritual disciplines come in. I, I How do we let him change the way we think? Well, right. we engage in disciplines that grow us closer to him. Yep. Just what I was going to say, it's not just, it's, it's also that intimacy with God because, and I don't know where I heard this, but several years ago I heard um, that spiritual disciplines don't um, create intimacy, they, they make the room for it. Yeah. So if you don't, you know, take the time to do those, you're not going to have any room left. Well, we know this, so. this cheesy thing we say to our kids, right? And, and I say it in marriage counseling, and lately I've been saying it to myself, um, in marriage counseling, <laughs> you know, like, okay, mm -hmm. Matt, you know this. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's like you can't, you, you can't have a decent relationship if you don't spend the time. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've said that to, to Travis as, as he's trying to figure out what these relationships <laughs> look like. I mean, dude, occasionally yeah. you have to say, yes, we're going to hang out if you're going to be a couple, right? Like that mm -hmm. happens. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I've said this to, to, you know, husbands in my office and, and wives in my office. It's like, look, if you're saying that my spouse is a priority, then you need to spend time with them to, to do that. You know, relationships are mismanaged. I have that trouble. It's like, you know, we talk about Sabbath and nights home, and that's something I need to know about, I, I think, um, because I need to do better at that. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's something It's like, Matt, you, you can't expect to be intimate with your wife mm -hmm. if you're not creating space to, to yeah. grow that. And yeah. I, I mean, it just makes sense that the yeah. God of the universe would be the same way. He created that system. He created that. So mm -hmm. why would we expect that he's just going to say, never mind, I'm going to give you everything with no effort, yeah. with no time. Yeah, we're going to be as close to Jesus as we want to be right. at the end of the day. Yeah. And when you feel distant from God, I, hear, I mean, here's the thing. It, it sounds cliche. We say it mm -hmm. a lot, but he didn't move. Right? Right? Yeah. You, you did. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Shauna, you look like you want to say something. Oh, I was just saying. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I just kind of, I was thinking like spiritual disciplines. When you hear that, you just. You kind of bristle sometimes, Yeah, I and think. I think it's yeah. just. Um, 
the, the word discipline, whether it's like, I kind of look at it where when you take care of your body, like exercise mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. eating healthy, like it's just things that you actually, like if, if you choose, sorry, Matt, if you choose, I'm, this is on me too. Um, if you choose to just be like, okay, I'll just eat whatever I want, not exercise. You just, you know, you, you kind of fall apart. And it's the mm -hmm. same thing with, um, with God. You have to be intentional and you have to make it a yeah. priority and you have to make time to do it. it I mean, yeah. your spiritual relationship will deteriorate yeah. if you're not actively yeah. working. Well, you, to you have to position yourself to right. receive yes. because if you're mm -hmm. so busy doing, right. you, yeah. you're never going to well, receive like any of I the good things. I was going to go on, um, I was going to be serious about eating healthy. And so, <laughs> you know, every Just Monday, yesterday. I mean Just. like every week, but like I was real <laughs> yesterday. And, uh, and so I, um, you know, I ate good for breakfast, lunch, I had it pre-planned. I was going to get a sub. Okay. I was all, all, was all good. I knew it. And then supper came and, um, I left here and went to our other house and decided, and I knew, like I knew going in that I had no plan for supper and that I was probably going to fail. And I still, sure enough, 630, I'm starving. Tim brings a candy bar. I eat it. And it just made me think about God. Like if you don't put out the time, like carve out the time and kind of schedule when you're going to do certain things, yeah. it's really easy just to put it on the back burner or, oh, I'll get to it later um, when it's not intentionally carved out of your day. Yeah, you, um, you it have just, to do it. Yeah. I mean, we put everything else on our calendars. Right. I mean, I know mm -hmm. sometimes I think it, it sounds unspiritual to schedule my, you know, quiet time or schedule my time to read the Bible, but it's intentional. Mm -hmm. And, Absolutely. you know, I wouldn't miss a haircut or, you know, getting my hair done. So why would I want to mm -hmm. push off my time? Right. That, which I, I look forward to that time. Like that is holy time for mm -hmm. me. Like, cause it's just well, sometimes so far and few between. And so I get so excited when I know I have this chunk of time that I can just sit and be and. Well, and I think like uh, the two of us are wired very similar in yeah. certain ways. And then in other ways, we're not at all like <laughs> that. That doesn't, I'm not like, Ooh, I'm a multitasker. Which, you know, so like, I have, I have trouble like just sitting yeah, and like right. uh, when I Sabbath, like no laundry today, Malia, you're just gonna like, well, you I know. know when you went on vacation, you're like, I went for a run and then I read all these yeah. books and I'm like, vacation. that fills me up. Yeah. That, like that. Yeah. Cause everyone's rest and worship is different. Mm -hmm. Right. And so exactly. it's going to look different. Right. And, and so okay. some of these things might be harder for someone yeah. else. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But yeah. So, but I mean, not that you just, it still has to be a priority and you still have to figure out, mm -hmm. you know, how to make time for those. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So we're getting short on time here. Let's, let's look real quick. How do we, how do we achieve this? How do we do this without, um, making it into this thing that we have to check off and making it burn us out? But right. yeah, you know what? I'm not so, I'm not so worried about the checking off and the burning out. Okay. When David's talking about, there, there are, earlier he was talking about scheduling and time and his full-time mm -hmm. job and how that struggle is, and I get that. There are those things that other people impose on us that will start to burn us out and, and do those things. This, though, I think this kind of thing creates a craving for itself. Yes. So I think, I think one of the yes. keys to spiritual disciplines mm -hmm. is to just do them. Yes. Right? And, and to get in the habit of habitually mm -hmm. doing them. Mm -hmm. Because eventually, because that's the, that's the promise, right? The more we dig into this, the yeah. more God will give us this yeah. hunger for it. That's the more we are transformed, we, yeah. we get close to God, he changes the way that we think. It creates a craving for itself. Yeah. So spending time reading the word um, is good. Spending time reading... Um, things that are spiritually edifying or just praying or mm -hmm. those things will kind of create a desire for themselves. And, and I think in that case, 
it's okay to do things just to check them off the list sure. to start with, yeah. right? You don't yeah. want to be doing things just to check them off the list years from now. God will grow that desire. But, yeah. but you have to mm-hmm. get started. Mm-hmm. And for some people that are waiting for the want to mm-hmm. before the action, mm-hmm. what I would say to yeah. them is you're going to be waiting a really, really, yeah. really, really long time. And it won't last right. because you're going to be like Shauna on Monday mornings or you're going <laughs> to be like Matt every day of his life. <laughs> you're going to say, I've got a really good plan. I've yeah. got really good intention, but it's going to fall apart. It always mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're doing things because, you know, of intention, but sometimes your passion isn't going to be there at first. Right. You've got you've to grow into that. Well, right. well, think and about, God will do that. Think about mm-hmm. the things that you love. Think about your hobbies, the things that you love to do or love to, to know about. You immerse yourself in everything that, like, you with the Cubs, like, you know everything about the Cubs. My husband's the same way. He knows everything. I don't know. Like, These days I'm confused. You, they do some things I'm not sure really I understand. When you want to, when you love something, you want to know everything about it. And you just do, you know, you research things and try to find out about it. And mm-hmm. you just, you know it. Like, that's your thing. Yeah. And I feel like, like, I, this shouldn't be any different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a book um, about spiritual disciplines. Best book I've read on spiritual disciplines by uh, John Ortberg. Uh, and, and the book is called The Life You've Always Wanted. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't have the title spiritual. There doesn't right. have the word spiritual yeah. disciplines in the title on the cover yeah. anywhere in there, uh, because really what it's done is it's capsulated the idea that spiritual sure. disciplines, yes, they're disciplines, but here's what they're about: they're about the life that you wish you wanted. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. We don't always want it at first, but we all want to want it, yep. and we know that. Like deep down, that's in us. Yeah. We want to desire these things, yeah. and so spiritual disciplines are about growing in us the desire to have for those. Yeah. So uh, it's a book worth reading if yeah. anybody Jenny, is. Jenny Allen actually has a study too about spiritual disciplines because I got roped into it because it was called Enjoying Jesus. And I'm like, yeah, I want to enjoy Jesus. And then you get into it and you're like, oh, it's about spiritual discipline. <laughs> but I, I get where she was going with Bait that. and switch. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, and then, you know, I kind of want to say too that I know there's a lot of people that aren't morning people necessarily. And so I get that Sometimes those things happen at different times for people when, when it works better. But at the same time, um, I heard this the other day, and I thought it was so good. Because kind of as a, as a pro for morning um, and doing these things when you get up, uh, it was, I don't know any musician that tunes his instrument after the performance. And I thought, oh, man, that's so good. Because, you know, you go through your whole day without it. And, you know, and so... Yeah. I get there's both sides of it, but yeah. I, I thought that was worth sharing because I thought that was really yeah, good. I mean, it makes sense. I don't know that there's anything more spiritual about morning than afternoon. I would say this in pro of morning also, just that you can dictate what the beginning of your day looks like. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oftentimes, mm-hmm. because of other life circumstances, especially if you have wife, children, spouse, whatever, yeah. Yeah. you can't always dictate what the end of your day looks like. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's a reason that mornings seem to be yeah. more in our control than evenings. But Things tend to spiral out you know, of control. I mean, the point and is, you're tired The point the is the do day. it. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. it. If you're a night person, then do it. Some people, mm-hmm. you give your best in the morning. Some people, their best is at night. Whatever, just do it. Yeah. But don't just refuse to plan thinking, oh, I'll do it when there's time, because then there won't be time. Right, right. Um, does anyone else have any uh, final thoughts before we wrap up? No? All right. Well, thanks for listening.